Welcome back, hockey friends. In this week's episode, we are going to be talking about the All Star Weekend and how completely terrible it is. And Yay. so we don't, <laughs> so don't bore you to death, though. We will be shaking things up a bit by creating our own All Star teams, or should we say, non star teams? <laughs> That's right. We will be grouping up the worst of the worst. You don't want to miss this. But to start the podcast off, let's talk about trades or one trade, one big trade that we've all been waiting for. Drum roll. Horvat trade. Horvat's gone. He's gone. Bye-bye. Finally, though, huh? All the chat. It was the talk of the town. We, we had a good chuckle considering the timing of this trade, right? Our last podcast <laughs> that we recorded, having that big discussion about the Vancouver Canucks and all their problems and the, the you know, the, the, the whole speculation about Bo Horvat getting traded. And by the time we posted the episode, he was already traded. Yeah. Um... Uh, hey, can we just say when we recorded the episode, he hadn't been traded? It's well, yeah, just... No, exactly. Yeah. Editing time takes a while. It happens all the time with us. Trade deadline, oh. we're like, oh, nothing's going to happen in the last couple of hours. Everything happens. Oh, yeah. Oopsies. <laughs> it's okay. We're talking about it now. And it's still fresh off the grill because uh, Jesse and I, when we were watching the All-Star weekend, we kind of giggled <laughs> because we saw Bohor that in a freaking Islanders jersey. And we we're like, wait, uh, uh. it was bizarre. That was <laughs> a weird bitch. one, right? Is that what the hell? Who is that? That's a new play. Oh, it's Bohorvat. Gotcha. It's like basically hasn't played with the new team yet, and he's just there with a different jersey, but he's still technically playing in the same division, right? Because they couldn't change up the numbers of each team. Mm. So it just made for a really weird situation. Man, but the you know that's a good that's a good trade for it's really nice for the Islanders to have Bohorvat. He's basically uh, getting a point per game there, maybe a little bit more. So. That's nice to have him. No, sorry. Oh, he's having a career year. This will inevitably make the Islanders better. Yes. But I was a little bit surprised when I saw them do this trade because, you know, they're, they're struggling in the standings, the Islanders right now, and clearly they don't want to give up on the playoffs. They still want to make it in, so they're going to fight for uh, that wild card spot. And I guess this is a good way to do it, but um, it definitely seems like it's uh, a little risky, right? <laughs> Editor Molly here. So it happened again. <laughs> Some trade news came in just as we were finishing up the podcast. So Editor Molly is here to tell you about the Bo Horvat deal. So it's an eight by eight deal, which is at eight years averaging at 8.5 million US dollars. Total, that is a deal that's worth 68 million US dollars. So that's extending his play with the Islanders up until the 2030 to the 31 season. In comparison, let's just look at last year's deal with JT Miller for the Canucks. Seven-year extension, again at 8.5 million. Who won that deal? Let us know in the comments below. Bali, what about the Canucks? What do you think about them now? Um, That's all. That's all she has to say, folks. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, <laughs> dot, dot. No, I have... 
I mean, we had questions, concerns, thoughts, feelings last week, evidently, um, about what the knuck is going on. And I'm still got that question mark in my head of what what are they doing? Because what are they doing? Are they no. going for a rebuild now? I, well, think we are, so. I think we already expected this to happen one way or another, right? Yeah. It seemed like it was inevitable, so I don't know if this still fully answers our question or not, right? No, no. It, technically nothing has changed except what we already predicted. The thing is, okay, so we're losing the captain of the Canucks, so who's next? Mm-hmm. You know, I think they were discussing... I I died, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. I was like, this man, this is the man you want to be your I'm sorry, but I'm crying a little bit because I just, every time I hear Quinn Hughes, I'm like, oh, gee, I, I don't know. I don't think I could do it. His, his face <laughs> is in all the pictures, yeah. Oh, man. My, yeah. my vibe is that it's probably going to Patterson. It's Patterson. Yeah. Um, it's probably Patterson or Hughes because uh, Hughes, Hughes. <laughs> Quinn Hughes, because they are the ones <laughs> who are probably the guys you build around. But yeah, I do believe that Patterson is the more likely choice. Oh, yeah. It, isn't Pedersen the more senior in the team as well? Um, yep, exactly. Wow. So that would make more sense. Oh, the yeah, most sure. senior? Wow, that's crazy to me. Cause he's she means out of the two. Though, but... <laughs> uh, I mean, um, I feel the most senior right now. <laughs> <laughs> She's all up in a wrist brace right now, guys. Come on now. I'm in bed. <laughs> She's pooped. She's tired. Listen, First of all, let's give a good, like, a round of applause for Molly for staying up late for the podcast because, you know, <laughs> we're in different time zones, so. <laughs> yeah. We have excuses. The Canucks do not. <laughs> no, they do not. I will say, see, here's another reason why there's no excuses. Pedersen, what did he win? Did he win Slapshot, Jess? Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, the um, the All-Star. The Damn, he's got a slapper. Slapper. But yeah, is exactly. anyone else even trying, though? It looked like it, yeah. Ovechkin oh. finally took the L on that one, so. <laughs> and Connor McDavid finally decided to uh, to not do the fastest skater because he's like, well, let's give other people a shot. Yeah. Well, McKinnon wasn't even in, in it, was he? No, it, McCarr it was. It was a strange collection was. of wasn't. players. I'm sorry, just so pissed with them. Sorry. I just said it was a strange collection of, of players. <laughs> yeah, it was. Molly, why are you pissed with the what? So pissed with All-Star Weekend. We need to get onto this topic. So, so, so yeah, then maybe we just dive into this right now because we did want to talk about the skills competition and the All-Star Games and a bit of our, our criticisms, maybe what we'd like to see. And, and I think diving into uh, what you two just mentioned about um, who was or wasn't in certain uh, competitions, I feel like with the skills competition, it's awkward because technically the All-Star game, the players are selected either by a committee or voted on by fans in terms of who's the All-Stars, right? Like the, supposedly the stars from every team this year in the league. But that doesn't always give you the best rosters for specific skill competitions, right? Yeah. You might not so. always have the fastest skater or the hardest shot or the best accuracy okay. shooter in your pool. Okay, so like hear me out, okay? What <laughs> if we just literally we voted for technical difficulties here unfortunately. What Chanel was trying to say is we have a specific vote for the skills where we vote in people for the skills. 
as a separate vote to the all-star game itself back to the pod and they have been known for those skills and they're separate from the the game that we want to see with all the all-stars or something like kind of expands the roster if you know what i mean I kind of agree. I wish, considering too that they've done it before where they sometimes bring in other players just for fun, like show off events, showcases, or just for like, you know, other little gags. Like, what was it last year? Trevor Zegris was brought in just to do a a, a shootout. Blindfolded, uh... wasn't it? Oh yeah, exactly. God. He I wasn't technically a... part of the All Star game, right? So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they're not opposed to bringing in players just for other things. So why not? Like, if you have one guy who's a really fast skater, he's known for having a really hard shot, but he's not in your all-star competition, you can still bring him in just for the skills comp. Ilya Mikheyev. Okay, I'm not just saying this because I'm a Leafs fan and he was on our team. I mean it. That motherfucker's fast. They should maybe even bring in the previous year's winner every time. Maybe to, like, hold up their title, see if they, they, they keep it or if they lose it, right? Yeah, but that's yeah. a good idea, and this is the NHL we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are we I, um, talking about? I did have an idea mm-hmm. where um, to like select who qualifies for all of these um, skills comps. Mm-hmm. Um, the NHL lately has been going really heavy on data tracking, right? Where now they even have certain like broadcasts or other functionalities that allow you to see live information that tracks. Um, players' speeds, um, the speed of the shots, and all that kind of stuff. You see a lot of statistical information now that they're trying to track throughout. Um, Use the stats could, to pick your players. Exactly. You could theoretically uh, go throughout the year and see, okay, who has the fastest on average speed, or maybe who's reached the top speeds during games, and who's had the hardest shot during games, or who has the average hardest shot, stuff like that. Like, whatever stats you feel best represent your, you know, that that sort of criteria. And, like, they could have a committee select the players per competition using that information so that every year you, you have, like, a really accurate representation of who is the fastest skater or who's the five fastest skaters, who's the, you know, five hardest shots, so on and so forth. And yeah, then it could, it could be, like, a real competition. I don't Absolutely. like that. Oh, no? She doesn't like that. She doesn't um, like that. Or, I mean, in the concept sounds really cool and everything, but... There's this whole argument going on. I'm just going to be devil's advocate here. Hi. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> There's this whole um, argument going on across sports as uh, how much is technology actually ruining game now. So it's great that we have all these stats and being able to like measure the fastest player who hits a puck the hardest and everything. But it also loses the magic of it actually just being a game because it's all just like numbers and measurements and uh, this person can piss the furthest kind of thing it, I, I don't know i i prefer it when it's just kind of like it's voted people believe it and then it's an actual skill competition and people have fun and try their best instead of being like well i know i'm the best so why do i even bother because so, so you'd prefer to say. see people go in with a sort of just like who by the eyeball test who we think is the fastest this year we just vote them in. Yeah, it, um, it has this more like human presence to it. I feel. Well, okay. now that you mentioned that, should we then instead of having a committee choose, should it just all be voted by fans since it's a show for us technically? Yes. Yeah, with with the fan votes, I've always had a little bit of. I find it's always tough because I feel like we'll never get what we really want. Because on one hand, you uh, want to have... Hello. 
Hello, Jesse. Remember that one? Like you, you told me about that time where fans had a say and they picked the most ridiculous players. Yeah, John to Scott, be. exactly. That's so yeah. funny. It's a classic that's so story. Funny. And that—that's what I'm trying to say. Is like it's either. How would I say this? In theory, all stars. The all star team is supposed to be the best players in the league that year. The guys having the best seasons. Yeah. And. You could technically, like, let's say you sit down and you really try to figure out whether you want to use statistics or, like like you said, a bit of the eyeball test, just seeing how well they play. We could discuss it all, like, in a little bit of a committee style and come together and agree, okay, these are the best players right now. Here's our teams. Or And, like, that could theoretically yield the best all-star team, the best players this year. And if you leave it to a fan vote, which I do like the idea of a fan vote, though, then at that point, maybe it's less of an all-star team and more of a fan team like we would probably have a mix of players who are considered the best like mcdavid or matthews and stuff like that but then we'd obviously also have some sort of uh oddballs thrown in either for the memes or just because of popularity or whatever fan campaign is going on hear me out then halfway so the committee chooses a top a certain amount of people per division like a top 10 maybe and then there's a fan vote within those 10 have it one way or the other. Either we try crafting the best team possible, like their true like best players this year, or we just let the fans go balls wild and just have fun with it. Make up your own crazy team. I think that would be better because uh, I do too. <laughs> hasn't it like the NHS at uh, the NHS? Holy hell! Oh my <laughs> NHL. Goodness. Another thing going down the drain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the NHL. God, I'm dying. The <laughs> NHL viewership's gone down, what, like 20% mm-hmm. already this mm-hmm. season? Um, Give the people what they fucking want. Yeah, so surely you want to have an all-star weekend, which is just a fun week off for hockey. Um, Actually make it fun for the fans and not make it what the fuck we just saw. Oh my god, Molly. He, here's the devil's advocate, though, now for the that that idea, though, with the fan vote, right? If we really want to just go crazy and vote for any players we want and really have a weird cast of uh, of players for our, our, our all-star teams, mm-hmm. um, I think that would be really fun, especially for the more online sort of hockey fans, right? The Twitter fans, the people who will really be involved online voting and everything will probably get a good uh, fun time Maybe. watching our... Our, our weird our weird selection of players but i think yeah. a lot of general hockey fans who mostly just watch the games on tv and some some people some people pissed. even tune in from time to time right they'll go like i don't know that guy i don't know that guy who's that guy and they'll be like where's mcdavid where's matthews where's you know well that's why i think the half half idea is not the worst if they were able to tweak it in certain ways kind of work off of that you know what yeah. i mean I feel like we, we give the NHL a lot of shit with this because I do think they're doing a poor mm, job do. a lot of the time. Damned if you but do, I... damned if you don't. But they're getting worse every year. Every year it's just more shit. Hey, and I'm sorry, Jesse, I don't want to cut you off, but I have to because I got to say, like, these players are also making it boring for us because, one, they've been to the All-Stars game over and over and over again, and they don't even give a shit. I couldn't believe what I saw when, against the goalies when no one was trying to actually shoot and score. Like, it's pathetic. What are we, Tim? It's? Hmm. Except for freaking, um, oh my gosh, uh, was it Sarah Nurse? Sarah Nurse yeah. did something, because that's my, that's my girl right there. She was like, fuck this noise. 
I'm sorry, I'm swearing so much, but I'm passionate. <laughs> so angry. I'm angry. Angry Chanel is here. The, My the ultra guys ego. don't look enthused, that's for sure. Dude, they're, they're, they're acting like the goaltenders are the children of the players. They're like, oh, I'm going to shoot on you. Oh, you stopped it. Oh, good job. Like, it's so annoying. I can't. I mean, nobody wants to overdo it, right? Overdo it. They've had a whole week <laughs> off. Just fucking overdo it. It's the all-star. I want to see magic. I'm sorry. Yep. Oh, uh, injuries. Yeah, I know. I get it. Be careful. That's all I got to say. Wrap yourself in bubble wrap. That's part of the problem wrap. with injuries. the all-star game then have less fucking games in the regular season. Like, See, there's, it, it brings up such a massive conversation, right? Like, even Jesse was about to say, like, okay, the injuries, that's also sorry, a problem. <laughs> Molly and I are just like, shut up, Jesse, we're talking a lot. And Jesse's like, what did I get myself into? He's like, this sorry, is Jesse. unusual. <laughs> I feel like I'm trying to say, well, this could logistically be an issue. And you're like, no, no, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, People I'm rankled. Not just fans, but players. So you know, I think uh, inclination. The whole idea of not going too hard and the fear of injuries and whatnot, I think, does factor into why the All Star Game is not that appealing. Because if theoretically, when you're putting all some of the best players on ice together, you'd expect some pretty intense, really high, high octane hockey. But you realize that they're not always going as hard as they could because, like all said, right, nobody wants to get hurt. Then let's do the other stars that are intrigued and are interested in the All-Stars. And sure, oh, you're not going to have Connor McDavid. But what does he do except do nothing? Because he doesn't want to get injured. You know what I mean? What's the point at yeah. this point? I don't like the format of the All-Stars. I know they changed it up in like the first couple years when they changed up the format to be like the three-on-three three thing. I thought, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> but now I'm like, that's not cool. Yeah. It's no like they're interested. doing training camp hockey and it's just like oh my gosh oh look he's got the puck oh he tried to score oh, no, no. oh no he's got the puck oh my god he tried to score it didn't go in wait the, the one the why one even wear jerseys I'm, I'm so mad <laughs> no jesse why <laughs> even wear jerseys they should wear that freaking mesh shirt there the red and blue all right team blue yeah, team red <laughs> god oh, damn yeah, it don't hit me because i'm precious <laughs> i'm gonna make that bad so I am um... so mad. I'm sorry, Jesse. Go right ahead. Go ahead. I'll be quiet now. Okay. I was Talk wondering if do we solve this issue by putting the All Star Game out of in the season? garbage? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that's another option. <laughs> I was gonna say, give these players back their goddamn weekend. Let the... well, that's what I'm saying. So, do we do it at a different time in the year that the year that doesn't conflict? So, either before pre-season. the season starts or pre-season. after the end of the season. Oh, preseason please. or Christmas? It could be. It could kind of act like a like a training camp. Not really. I think that that'd be, be fun. Something. And it, I guess it would probably yeah. make the games feel a little bit more intense because you're not just playing against yourself. You're, you're kind really of like playing against. Yeah, and you're hmm. kind of working up your training. Yeah, uh, which they could want to practice their skills anyways. But then it leads. Like, is it unfair for the other people who don't get that kind of practice though? Well, it's just one game, really. Yeah, it's, it's, like a... it's just one game. Let's it's, say it's no to Christmas, though, because, again, these players, these hockey players, dedicate their lives yeah. to this career. Give yeah, them I don't want to watch God the All-Star game during Christmas. Christmas. Oh, true, true, actually. No, well, give them, oh, give them back their time. They should definitely not have it, though, at the same time when the That's freaking Super Bowl is going to happen. Like, 
people oh, aren't going to be interested in two True. weekends of big drama of like oh yeah all stars but then super bowl like no Make i mean the super bowl will always event. be um... oh my god and yeah, I'm exactly waiting. i'm waiting for them to hire nickelback as a freaking singer <laughs> band I mean, they had fallout boy this year didn't they yeah <laughs> they sure did Oh, yeah, and they just announced we're getting Bieber next year, right? Because we're going to, we're going to uh, Toronto. Toronto. Oh, woo! my God. I'll start game 2024 in Toronto. You know what? I'm. Do you want to um, go, you wanna go and get bu- mad? Yes, I want to go and get mad because the difference is we're going to get a lot of Toronto content, so that makes me a happy girl, but I still will hate it. It's still the All Star weekend. Boring, yawn. At least the, uh, the, the, um, the crowd <laughs> will probably be more full. Oh, like yeah, it's going to be fun filled. to be there in person, I would say. Did yeah. you see pictures of the crowds in Florida? No. Like in the arena? So sparse. No. Oh, God. So bad. Like my eyebrows. Yeah. Capacity oh, was God. rough. <laughs> I have some sort of disease we don't know yet, but I'm losing my eyebrows, so. Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. I think, it's, I think it's because of the NHL. I think it's, it's the stress caused by the all stars <laughs> game. Most people lose the top of their heads. Me, it's my eyebrows. They're going to be gone by the end of the season, bitch. <laughs> You're going to look constantly surprised. Slay! Uh, I'm so sorry. I did absolutely die at one thing during the All-Stars weekend, though, and I don't know if you caught on on this one. Okay, what? Because um, I was actually intrigued with this whole golf puck kind of dealio going on. I kind of like that. Um, but also, like, why couldn't they just do the whole section instead of, like, flip-flopping? That pissed me off. Why are they flip-flopping? Oh. I just finish a hole. And mm-hmm. who was it who won? Was it Suzuki? Who I won? Think, I forget. I think I he really won. And and for winning that, you know, they get the prizes for winning all the skill contests Thank and you. everything. I was he talking got, to that. He got a year's supply of, of Chipotle. And oh his, response was, his response was, oh, uh, yeah, but we don't have those in Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> Stop right now. Stop, stop, stop. I'm dying. <laughs> that killed me. It's just kind of like, <laughs> yay, I won. Chipotle. I won nothing. Thanks, I pass it Pass it. Oh, wait, double it or pass? Wait, does it take oh, it or double God. it? Take, make it or double it yeah. for the next person. I guess every time he's playing games <laughs> on the road, you know, go see if is there a Chipotle in the city. Oh my God! You're true. an athlete. You're an athlete. You probably eat like really specific stuff and yeah. have a really good Chipotle diet. Chipotle. I mean, yeah, it'll be Chipotle. heavy in carbs. Chipotle. <laughs> no, Chipotle. not if you do the salad, Jesse. You got to do the no, salad, know, and then you add the you protein. You can make it heavy and carbs. Yeah, but you can. You, know, you can. It's true. You can have a healthy Chipotle, but <laughs> come on now. We've got one. Well, not we, because we don't live in Ottawa. But Ottawa has one. It now. has. I didn't understand how it worked and had a very I... awkward experience in the I was Chipotle. Scared. <laughs> I was scared, Molly. I was scared the first time. They give you instructions. I need instructions. They stare at you and... Like, what do you want? I'm like, I've never been here before. Can you not tell I'm foreign? Help. Corn, tomatoes, lettuce. Salsa. What? (laughs) What are you saying? When I go to restaurants like that, especially new ones, I usually end up picking almost all the toppings. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, put that in. Put that in. That looks good. Put that in. Jesse's hack. Everything. (laughs) Yeah, like four sauces. Wait, okay. (laughs) <laughs> actually this is a perfect transition like what what about what we liked okay because we've been like ranting there's some things i liked right yeah I, the jerseys 
I did not yeah, like those. Yeah, the thirsties were cool. I liked them. Uh, I, I mean, thought it was cool to see on the ice. Uh, there were some bizarre ones, no doubt. <laughs> they they have yeah. retro, nostalgic, ugly 90s vibe to them. I dug it. I, I mean, I dug it. It's something that I can coexist with for sure, but it's a choice that was made. Say it's better than having the All-Star jerseys, except this year I, pre- I actually liked the All-Star colors and jerseys. Uh, so it's a bummer. The colors that... were better. Yeah, the colors were cool, man. I mean, it made sense in Florida, right? So still in the yeah. Miami Heat vibe. It's hoping but... they go throw back a bit to those older um, uh, jerseys that they used to use. I, th- I think in the '80s that were like mostly uh, orange and black. Like when the NHL logo was that color too. That seemed to be like their oh, primary yeah, color scheme for NHL jerseys uh, for the All Star Games back in the day. Oh, so my. I thought if if you do a reverse retro for NHL All-Stars, it would be that template that you would use, but I, I guess not. What else did we actually like about the All-Stars game? Listen, I liked, uh, I thought there were some funny moments, like, they're creative on some of the the stuff, you know? Like, I did like adding a little bit of something different with the goaltenders, because they, they get gypped most of the time, right? It, it was funny to see the goalies uh, try to just shoot the puck for fun. Yeah, and some actually got in the hole. I'm like, that's impressive. <laughs> cool, I love it. Something a little different, right? Getting to see someone like Shesterkin getting involved in a game where he actually gets to just, like, shoot. I found it so funny when he had to shoot the pucks um, at the, the surfboards just like everybody else. And I, I oh, thought but he used like, his goalie stick? Yeah, I thought, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. we'll get to see his skills, like, <laughs> with accuracy. And some, I don't know if it's his choice or they, they, they told him he had to do it, whatever it was. I, I thought that was pretty hilarious. Listen, I'm sorry. I gotta say two things I didn't like because again, there's nothing that I did really like. But the, the the players, whenever they're introducing them, they are are all like stuck in a stoic manner. Like they're so they look so sad to be there. It's <laughs> like they're not told a you're smile. not allowed to smile. You're not I know, allowed they to don't smile. want to be there. Well, they're like they put their little hand up, like yeah, I'm here, yeah, and like no one I, claps. Uh, yeah, like, they, they seem like they're having fun, at least between each other, like, when they're just chatting on the bench together, yeah, when they're sure. interacting with their family, and as and soon like, as oh, they get in the event, <laughs> yeah, or they're in the spotlight. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll be right back. Yeah. BRB. Like, jeez. No, did you Did you see some of the outfits some of the, the players wore? Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Brady Kachuk there. <laughs> Can I just say I'm in love? With who? With Pasternak. I love Pasta. Stop it. I have a huge crush I'm on him now. I'm in love with him. I know I was joking by saying I was a secret Bruins fan, but I don't know what's happening. I do like Pat. I enjoyed his... Um, oh, I've his, always loved Pasta. His Happy Gilmore bit. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. He was the fact nice. that he just went for it. He was so into it. Like, he was in There was it. a lot of moments <laughs> where players are doing, like, a little bit of a skit, right? So it's, like, half acting. And yeah. a lot of them are really wooden Terrible. or cringy or bad. But Don't like Pasternak seemed like he was having fun. Yeah. <laughs> Don't talk to me about Mitch. Don't Mitch, talk to me about Mitch. Mitch was so on cringy. the opposite spectrum. <laughs> I love him for it though. He's he was really having fun, but we <laughs> yo, yo. I'm really kind of like I was getting really amped up to watch um Luongo. Because oh, of yes. Chanel. I specifically was awake. For that, 
and mm. it was really pathetic. Well, yeah. they told they told him you're gonna be the best. You're like one of the best. Like you're elite, but you're also never going to make a save because you have to not make a save. By the way. Well, you made a save mm. on Mitch. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. I don't think that was uh, the plan. Apparently. Yeah. M- Marner's bit was a real dud because it starts off with like a really cringy skit that you're like, okay, it's it's a little embarrassing, doing? but whatever. Well, it, it could be funny, and then he follows it up by not like just missing, and you're like, wow, this this everything was a dud. Big L for Marner. <laughs> was he a figure skater in a real life? Like in a in a real life in a previous life? Oh my just... god, I think so. Based off of how he sh- freaking skates, though, yes, but in a positive way. Let's just say I love him. Because unlike a lot of the other NHL stars, he's actually into it. Even if it's bad, he's having a good time. He's smiling all yeah. the time. He's interacting with people. He's trying his best. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'll take it. And same with Pasta. He loves this shit. Like, he's great. Hmm. Mm. True. And then, then you have, like, fucking Connor McDavid that's just there, like, blinking at the TV. Well, it's because he's got no personality. If you were a piece of paper reincarnated as a person, you'd do the same. Are you saying he's one-dimensional? Or I guess he's two-dimensional, but he's pretty flat. I can't right now. We gotta <laughs> fold him up and make him 3D. Like, something's gotta change. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't know why I've got so much hate for McDavid, but apparently I do. Oh, maybe it's that he's a cheater, but you know, whatever. <laughs> it's just me. Um, I can't. Any of you two maybe have um, <laughs> some wacky ideas for new skill competitions that you would like to see. We, we see that yes. every year. They usually have a sort of like fun, silly themed one that they add in depending on the location they're at. They kind of mix it I up, have right? A good idea. Yes, you go Give first. Give me your pitches. <laughs> Controversial, but I'd actually like to see some actual hockey. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> that is too. That's too much, small. No. Sorry, mall. I said <laughs> mall. I Bit called you mall. Because mall five on five, is three periods. Are you mad? Here's oh. my pitch. Go for it. Okay. Um, I think every since they bring their children, I think every every uh, all star should put their children in mini jerseys of them and have them go at it on a team. <gasps> Pee wee all star. <laughs> they're just like ee, and they're and falling everywhere and it's adorable because it's they're they have little like ovechkin's child it's just like ovechkin on the back of his back it's like it is an ovechkin but he's baby i wish they would add in like in the television broadcast the uh, the mascot games i wish same i want to see that that's all that i watch all stars for is to see the mascots just that's why we go we gotta go to the all-star weekend and then see that live I want to get a photo with Gritty. Oh, yeah. That's going to happen. That's our guy. I would like to see maybe a sort of um, blindfolded shootout competition. Ooh. Whether we do the players are blindfolded and they have to shoot on the goalies. Or you do the goalies are blindfolded and they have to no. try and save shots. Or, or just do both. <laughs> well, if the goalie is... Goal, goalie and player blindfolded, and I one has to shoot, so one has funny. to save. And they have to spin around three times. I can imagine how hilarious that would look. Come on now. That that funny. I want to see, see Matt Murray and goal just to push it over and be like, look, I saved it. Wait, I want everyone in the arena to be in on a secret and start screaming as if he's made a save, but really, he really didn't. And then he, oh, he opens up... <laughs> 
when they um when they started talking about this year having the goalies shoot the puck from one in the ice to the net at the other, I was like, oh man, we should just have a competition where it's two goaltenders at both ends of the ice and they have to try and score on each other. That's Lobbing impossible. Pucks. Okay, okay, no, hear me out. Goalies, <laughs> goalies is the players. Players is the goalies. Period. Yeah, see, that would be another fun little reversal. Honestly, what we want to see is ridiculous fun stuff. You know, put, put McDavid in net and then yeah. try to make Vasilevsky deke him out. Oh my gosh, I love that. Oh my that. god, I love it. Helmets for shoes, shoot, and then. <laughs> <laughs> my god okay now i'm just i'm going we've got potential okay. skaters in dresses i could see that <laughs> i'm just kidding i don't know what, what it brings to it but i don't mind it you know <laughs> what i would like to see is a uh, an NA, a all-star mini game which is women all-star against the men all-star and see who can play it better yeah, but you have to make sure that the guys... Oh, I I would actually lose my mind if the guys decided, oh, let's play easy. I would lose the my mind. The co-ed game? Or, I would want a co-ed or, game. Mix yeah, a co-ed game. So it's mixed. It's not men versus women. It's mixed. So they have to play well together. Cool. Yes, they have to play well to each other. and they and, With each other, sorry. And they cannot just pass it to the girls because they're like, oh, cute. Like, no, I want serious. And Sarah Nurse would know. Okay. That's my girl. He would not. Mm, she would not. Mm. She wouldn't. Talk yeah, no. I think a, a co-ed game would be pretty fun. So fun, guys! You, if you wanted, you could even do something like how you know how like they they gave us one time where they gave us like a mini game between the the, the girls. The girls. You could yeah. do something where like um, do like a, a split team where like the 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 team is half guys, half girls. You do uh one period the girls play, one period the guys play, and then the third period they're all mixed together, maybe sort of thing. I guess so. Like so. maybe your your team won one. The, the girls won the one the first period for you, for you, and then maybe the second uh, period the guys. Uh, oh yeah, won they it or do lost that already it. on the All Stars, right? Like switching the lines up per period, so that would work. Yeah, and then the third period they're all mixed together. Yeah. Ooh, I, like I love it. I love it. Well, see, that was easy. We already fixed everything. Listen, we, we got so it. many ideas. I could do a whole episode on the kinds of competitions they should ha- add. <laughs> So we uh, copyright this just so uh, NHL yeah, if don't. you're listening, yeah. don't steal from us or else we will come for you. I have a we lawyer. We will come for you. We're going to add you to our non-star list. Oh, or I was joking with of. Chanel that we should we should <laughs> include a cheer competition where um, you know how the um, the Canes used to do the storm surge at the end of their victories? Yeah. Do something like that, where like the the, the all star teams together have to come up with like a sort of celebration at the end, and uh, you know that's, that's the cheer that. competition, right? The team spirit. Oh my God, that's Boy. cute. That's so cute. I love it. You're dynamite. Woo. <laughs> I can't. We're tick I think tick so tick tick boom. They, they would all just like go in a line, and say "Go team." Oh my no, God. don't don't. Winner. As a former Winner. cheerleader, honestly. As a oh my god, me too. Absolutely terrifying. <laughs> what if, what if we include skill competitions that are not hockey related, like a singing competition? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Come on now. Like I'd a dance like, contest, something like I'd that. I'd like to see Brad Marshall sing "I Did It My Way." <laughs> Wait! Oh my gosh. Okay, five players, five all stars with canvases facing away from the camera 
and there's P.K. Subban who's announcing and he's like, okay, you need to paint this and then you got to do this and then you got to paint that. And then at the end, they reveal their paintings and it's probably hilarious. Oh my God. Yeah, an art competition. (laughs) Yeah. We could even do like a... um... You could do like a little uh, a, a Jeopardy style event, maybe NHL quizzing trivia with some of the players, see how good they are. Mm. Do Jeopardy style. Or that whatever. could be a mini side game that they show on television. Exactly. Or something. Pick out your all stars who are the biggest hockey nerds, and you know. Anyways, when are we gonna get hired for this shit? Like, um, I'm free. I'm, I'm free. free. Oh. I mean, I I actually have got a, a life, but I'm free. Oh, I don't got a life. God, that Come sounded on, no. so bad. <laughs> I, I, would, I would do it for free just out of the fun of it, right? Like this is literally no. what I went to school for. So sign me up. Take me. That's so funny. I like this. Let's do that. Should we go into our main event before oh, yes. we get carried away? Before we get carried away, girl. We mean, what are we just doing? Carry We've been carry me. <laughs> uh, we'll have I'm to do this lie one. Down. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> She needs to light, to light up, up this one. She I got to... really passionate. The idea that we had here, we actually joked about this last episode, and we said we might as well do it because I know when it comes to all star, um, the all star games, um, I know a lot of people sometimes discuss who they think should be the all stars, um, who should be selected, how they should go about it, all that stuff. And you know, some people will give their opinions and maybe try to form their own all star teams. But we figured it'd be maybe a bit more fun to try and pick our own non star team. The anti-All-Star Weekend. Exactly. The guys who maybe don't get enough attention, or maybe they do, just not for the right reasons. Yeah, and you know, we're not... It's gonna come off mean, for sure. (laughs) It is. But also, we understand that all of these hockey players are there for a reason. They're good at what they do, but there are people that are always going to be better than you, and that's just that. So that's my disclaimer. Don't come for us. We're just having fun. Oh, yeah. even, even the yeah. worst player in the NHL technically is still a good hockey player overall. Girl, I couldn't play them. How yeah, could exactly. I possibly do that? No, 100%. You know? <laughs> it takes a lot to be an NHL player. Like, when you look at the skill gap between the guys at the bottom and the guys at the top, it's technically not that huge. Like, it's just yeah. a matter of, like, maybe some of the ones who have developed the skills, like, they've just fine-tuned them more, just... Sometimes talent too, obviously, like talent. They know how to really hone it in. Gap. Let's say that. Yeah. Take so it to like, the, um, the advantage. Yeah. We did try to follow the same criteria for the All Star team, where we're going to pick nine skaters of any position and two goaltenders per each division. We're going to have a minimum of one player per team, so everybody feels included. So, mm-hmm. so now we we have a bit of the opposite problem, where like some teams maybe we should argue should not be included because they are too good to be included in the non star <laughs> team. So uh, some some guys hey, will have this... been selected. Yeah, that's why the disclaimers out there because it's not completely accurate. Listen, oh yeah, it's hard well, to find we can, terrible. We can definitely people. say that some of these guys do not deserve to be here, but yeah. you know, since we're doing the one per team thing just for the fun of it, um, Let's do we it, did yeah. try to restrict ourselves to players who actually played for most of the games this year for the team. So if a guy was just injured for too long or has only played a few games, right? Like, if you have, let's say, a goalie who comes up for one game and loses his one game, and he's got a 0% win record or whatever, like, we're not going to harp on him. No. Exactly. And we really wanted NHLers. We don't want guys who are really an AHLer at the moment. We're we're trying to stick to Yeah, Jesse fought me with that, because I really wanted Nikita Zaitsev in here, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's more of like a... (laughs) 
I guess it's like a, a non-star um, dishonorable mention because dishonorable mention, right? He, the only reason he doesn't qualify is because at this point he's played way more time in the AHL. The poor guy being scratched, right? Like he just he, he's he's not even an NHLer anymore. He he doesn't fit on our NHL non-star team. Wait, oh man, that's that's rough. What you don't even fit on the non-star team? Where are you going? Just like the All-Star team, we do have a mix of reputation having an impact on here, right? Some guys yes. have a reputation maybe for not being one of the best players on their team in general and are still having a pretty mediocre year. And um, some guys are literally non-stars. Like some of these guys you might never have heard of, depending on how closely you follow the league. And um, in general, there's also just some guys that it's kind of just unfortunate. They're not having a great season. Their team's not having a great season. They just happen to be at the bottom and they end up getting picked and it's like mm, i feel bad for you but you know this year's not your year it's okay some of these guys are good players and they will change maybe next even rebound. year exactly. exactly and then there's some guys that just really suck <laughs> yeah that's just some so. people that just shouldn't stop yeah yeah <laughs> yeah all right, so um, let's start with the um, the Atlantic and talk about the skaters that we selected. I think the Bruins is easy to go through first, right? Just because they're so good that you normally wouldn't include anybody unless you have to. So uh, we just landed on Thomas uh, Nosek because he's probably the weakest link on that team. Well, he actually is the weakest link on that team. Like, he's kind of doing real, like... Sports, yeah, so but again, know. it's not really that bad compared to some other guys this season. It really is just a matter of like we had to pick someone from Boston. So, um, let me let me just add that I definitely would pick Brad Marchand, um, just because <laughs> of his attitude, not because because he's fantastic. That's a he's I love phenomenal. him. I love Brad. Listen, he he's rat. He's rat. So you got to throw him in the non-stars because he's rat. Ta 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 ta. Even know? his bad behavior is sometimes appealing because it's a. It's silly. It's like the, the sort of like the villain you love to hate, right? Absolutely. It's uh, not even that like villainous either. It's just no. kind of like <laughs> it's like antagonistic. Yeah, he, he, I'm rat. He, he, he. Yeah, mischievous. <laughs> I just picture like a freaking claymation rat eating cheese there with his eyes wide. I don't know why, but um, for the Buffalo Sabers, actually, I'm used to. I feel like in any other year we would have a ton of names to choose from, but this year the team's actually pretty solid. So. We just landed on forward Zem- yeah. Zemgis Gergensen. Yes. Is that how you say it? Yeah, Z- Zemgis. Z- is it Zemgis or Zegmis? I always forget. It's always no, a... it's Zemgis. Zemgis Gergensen. Yep. Gergensen's. Yeah. He's not a terrible forward, but he's always, like, kind of, like, middling at the bottom of the team, and the team is getting better, and he's still kind of in that same position that he was in the past, so I guess that's just kind of his, like, consistency level. Surprisingly enough, I just want to add that, like, Tyson Yost is there with him. Although he's had less games played, because of... I, uh, was he injured? Or was well, no, he just not of off trade, on the right? He didn't play the whole season with Buffalo. Yeah, th- yeah, there's a few guys that I, we didn't end up landing on because they kind of had a bit of a split season, right, with one team or another, and it's kind of hard to, like, place them on one team or, or the other for a choice, right? Yeah. Since uh, we, we had the time to select it last minute, you know, we don't have any Bull Horvat situations, um, <laughs> and we don't have any, we don't care about injury, too. If the guy's injured, whatever, he can still participate. We don't care. This is the non-stars, come on. Come yeah, on. if you want to <laughs> come on with a broken leg, feel free. Come on now. <laughs> um, for Detroit, I feel like there was a, a bit of an easy choice right off the bat for um, 
She's been the punching bag for multiple teams. Uh, defenseman Ben Chirot. Ben, yeah. Ben. Yeah, yeah. He's just not had a good time, really, has he, since joining Detroit? I mean, has he ever had a good time? The last few teams, <laughs> man. <laughs> no, literally. I'm, I'm when trying he was... to be nice, but also, you're not wrong. I've got to say his entire career is like his best year was with Winnipeg in like the 2018-19 season. And even then it's like, like it's average. Yeah, it's been diminishing returns ever since, even though he seems to still be valued highly by GMs all the time. He keeps getting traded for or signed and somehow highly valued. And I, I know a lot of fans I don't kind know of special heads of that. He might have offense just... value. Maybe. Well, and like, you know, I, I was going to say, guy. I was going to say maybe he like, does really good with the slamming people into boards part. Maybe he's good mm-hmm. in the locker room. Also, I was wrong. Oh. I, just, I just checked. I made my best guess, but I was incorrect. It was the 2019-2020 season with Montreal, although he did play a little less because, yeah, pandemic. Yeah, was he worth the first round pick, Florida? <laughs> no, God! <laughs> God, no. That's funny. God, no. Yeah, for so Detroit, that's an obvious one. Um, we added uh, Adam Ernie also uh, as a forward for uh, Detroit. Unfortunately, Adam Ernie's been having a bit of a subpar year and actually even just recently just got waived. Um, he actually has had some pretty solid seasons in the past and with uh, Tampa and Detroit, and this year just is not going his way. It, it kind of feels like that for Detroit in general, though. Um, Montreal, we selected uh, defenseman Joel Edmondson. Montreal. And, yep. Aren't we? We're gonna get. Panthers? We're gonna get to our goalies at the end. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. We'll we'll talk skaters first, and then we save our goaltending tandem for after. Okay. Fair enough. But fair uh, yeah, enough. Joel Edmondson. Um, he was injured to start, so he hasn't played as many games, but he still played a lot, and the amount that he's played has been pretty rough. Uh, M- Montreal's had a lot of rough time, but it seems like it's um, it, it is pretty evenly spread. <laughs> the, the the minuses are spread pretty evenly across the lineup. Dude, the minuses are ridiculous for the Montreal Canadiens right now. Like, every... Okay, no. Seriously, guys, the plus minus for the Montreal Canadiens, everyone is in the minus. Yeah. It's not okay. It's really not okay. Everyone's in the minus except for Raphael Harvey-Pinard and Jonathan Kovacevic. Yeah, Kovacevic. Oh, and and Chris Weidman. Three players are in the plus. That's it. Yeah, and I think the, 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 the previous two, like, I know Harvey Pinardo only started playing recently. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, but that's he has been playing part. well, though. He's been, at least there's that. I, 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 I almost, we almost put in Uri Slavkovsky, which would have felt a little mean, maybe. He was up for consideration. I know it sucks for him. But, you know, Montreal's in a bad spot, so. I think the whole team was kind of up for consideration at this point, really. Oh, yeah, that, I mean, that is true. Kind of looking at them, bro, their highest score is Nick Suzuki. Well, not yeah. score, because that's Cole Caulfield. But... Yeah, and he's out for the rest of the season, though. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. He would have mm. probably had a lot of, a lot more points. But even then, the average of this team is low, and, and it makes sense. That's, you know, they're very low on the in the season so yikes we should probably do an entire episode on them en français bon oh, sure. maybe for later right eh? uh-huh we'll keep that in the back of our minds okay mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, another team with a lot of options for uh players that are having bad seasons was Odyssey. ottawa so we did include yeah. defensemen's uh eric branstrom and travis hamannick um Travis Hammonick definitely kind of an un- unpopular defenseman on 
the last few teams he's been on anyways, so it's not necessarily surprising to see him here. Brandstrom is more of a, like, a sucks to see you here, because uh, I know there's been a lot of hope for him working out for um, Ottawa, especially since they acquired him via trade. Um, I forget, was he part of the trade for Mark Stone or uh, Carlson? Who? Eric Brandstrom. I forget which which trade he came <laughs> Here's in Here's some Ottawa. clicking. I like it. You, you, you're asking, like, I remember... You guys don't remember? No offense. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Uh, I always forget who, which one of the prospects were um, tossed in from... Because uh, um, they, they obviously they got a lot of prospects from uh, the Carlson trade and then um, the Mark Stone trade. Oh yeah, it was the Mark Stone trade. That's what it was. So, yeah, and it oh seems like I, he, he might not be fitting in well with the coach too. It's hard to tell where it's going, but yeah. I have to say though, with Hamannick, I'm a little disappointed because... He, how are you going to play all the games, every single one of them, and only get eight points? That's all I got to say. <laughs> um, He's just not doing his job properly, is he? No, nope. no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, we have t- Tampa Bay Lightning next, too. Like, Tampa Bay, hard to pick a person who's having a bad season explicitly. Like, it's overall a pretty solid team. So we landed on Pierre-Edouard Bermov for being the more, I guess underwhelming player this year and that's not can't believe yeah. you've done this I can't believe this i apologize you can never speak ill of belmar he's a good boy i like him he does what he does he's on the older side too you know he's got reduced minutes so like i it's not like i'm putting oh my a god he's almost 40 what a handsome young man <laughs> toronto is a little tough too because there's not really a lot of guys having a bad season so we landed on Zach Aston-Reese for being kind of an underperforming forward this year. Yes, I agree with Zach Aston-Reese because, I mean, he's a forward. He should be making a little bit more than that. But he is, like, you know, not on the top line. We'll say that. And then, obviously, you're pitting him against Justin Hall, right? Because Justin Hall well, yeah. is... With our eyeballs, we see how terrible he is. Yeah, <laughs> it almost <laughs> seems like it fluctuates too. Like he has rough streaks has really and then really good streaks, right? I know, and I'm like, oh, I never said a bad thing about Justin Alda. And mm. then the next day, I'm like, you bitch. No, just kidding. I would never say that. <laughs> Moving public. on to our goaltending, uh, we did select in the end for the Florida Panthers. We skipped them over, uh, going through alphabetically because um, the one choice from Florida was Sergey Borowski. It's been Not a bit too disappointing. Yeah, that kind of seems it's to be his thing, thing, right? One year yeah. on, one year off. That's uh, yeah, that is his thing, and uh, so uh, it's really embarrassing when you're making that much money too. He should be good next year, right? Oh yeah, next year he's <laughs> on 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 cue. You know, he's at his save percentage right now is what zero is uh, in the eight hundreds for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. And then um, we've got uh, for Montreal, Jake Allen. I think that's good. Uh... Yeah, pro- probably worst season of his career at this point, really, especially if you're looking at, like, the amount of goals he's let in. He's had some rough games, and I feel bad for him, too, because, like, you know, he's just, he's there behind a rebuilding team. He's going to take the shit that's coming at him. Well, actually, this is definitely his, did you say this was his worst year? I think, yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely his worst year. Like, I'm not even looking at the stats, and I can just tell that, like, this is probably his worst year. Yeah, 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 because they, they've often went with him for situations and you know, he's, he was there. I don't know. That's all I got to say about that. Metro? Okie dokie. Let's roll through it. Okay, Carolina. So, um, Carolina having a great season. Not a lot of choices, really. So, in the end, we selected Derek Stepan, just being a kind of underwhelming, 
bottom six forward. He's on the older side. He's not getting as many minutes, so that's pretty understandable, but, you know, nothing against him. Columbus, Columbus. Um, was rough because there was a lot of choices for a lot of players having pretty Ooh. bad seasons, and oh my God. <laughs> I feel bad for, for doing this, but I landed on Cole Cylinder. He is still young. He's still showing a lot of promise. I think he will do good over time, but right, like this year, just it's not good. It, it's bad for the whole team. Let's be honest. It's a, it's a throwaway year. Yeah, I mean, he's brand new, but yeah. Uh, the New Jersey Devils also, not really a lot of guys to criticize. So in the end, we selected Brendan Smith on defense, just being the sort of, like, I guess, least remarkable defenseman, which and is probably the best thing you can say about New Jersey, is the fact that we just had to settle on someone going, eh. And for the New York Islanders, we chose Scott Mayfield uh, over Sebastian Ajo. <laughs> <laughs> just barely. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at the stats, we landed on Scott Mayfield by a, a slight margin. Mid- but, you know, Sebastian Ajo almost swayed us with the, um, if we factored in the uh, DUI to start the year. Uh, oops. Maybe that puts him into the non-star category, I guess. Yeah, not very cool. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For the New York Rangers, uh, we did select Sammy Blay. He is having quite the disappointing year. I think he is finally back from a, um, they just recalled him from a conditioning stint from the AHL because he was injured for a bit, but he's only had five assists so far in like about third, somewhere in the mid thirties amount of games. And he was embarrassing. Yeah. And remember he was traded for Pavel Vichnevich and Vichnevich has been really good with the blues overall. Um, Sammy Blay has just been like just rough, rough return. I, I feel bad for the kid, but like, you know, it's not going well in New York for him. Um, Philadelphia Flyers, um, take your pick, right? We got I think, options. Oh. I think Ristolainen, like, he is decreased. He was a really good player, and he's just kind of going down, 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 down. What's next? Was One he point season? Really yeah, he, he was. He had, he had potential, you know. Of I think that's the problem is that. Team, like, the Flyers is a lot of players who were good on the Flyers because of the situation. They're just getting worse because they haven't got the uh, opportunity to thrive. Yeah, because it's hard with Ristolainen because he's been on just two shit teams. Terrible teams, yeah. So he could make a lot of points because he's the best on that shit team, and it's just kind of staggering his stats. Or it's literally this team sucks so bad, I can't get, I can't do anything. Yeah. (laughs) So. And our our other choice for the Flyers was Nick Delorier. He's, uh, you know, (laughs) not the strongest forward uh, in terms of uh, his play, but strongest in terms of uh, beating up people. Yes, he's got that going for him. (laughs) Uh, a yeah, lot of yeah, people yeah. were critical about his contract at the beginning of the year, and I, I agree. <laughs> Penguins! Pittsburgh. Um, in terms of the forwards, I felt bad putting this guy on, but Teddy Bluger. I like Teddy Bluger. I feel bad for Teddy Bluger this year. It's not going well. Hopefully next year goes better for him. It's just I know. not his year. And it sucked too because he was injured to start the year. People were looking forward to when he come back into the lineup, and it just hasn't gone well. He is still young. He's got time to grow. Well, he's not young, but he's young to the NHL is what I'm talking about. Yeah, relatively speaking. Yeah, I, you know what I, I mean? think he'll still be solid enough. You know, it's just Yeah, you know, solid is, is, the, is the word, but just not this year. Washington was actually kind of hard to pick someone that really stands out as the worst on the team. So we did land on Martin Ferrivari being the sort of most mid-defenseman, I guess you could say, that they have. But so he's mid. still not that bad. So mid And then for our goaltending, 
the two that really stood out as the worst goaltenders right now oh uh, my for God. our non-star team in the Metro. Um, Elvis Merzlikens for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, the poor guy yeah. has been having, uh, I think, the last few years have been pretty rough for him. Honestly, I love that guy. His name's Elvis. Oh, I like the guy, <laughs> but... <laughs> His name's Elvis just... Merzlikens. Just... His goaling isn't very good. No, Columbus absolutely has been very disappointing recently as well. But yeah, Jonas Corpusalo too. Thing. Yeah, that's no, true. no, they're they're, bo- they're both kind of like they take turns being the most underwhelming on the team. <laughs> oh, I love that for them. Right? It really yeah. is that's so kind. That's so kind of them. And uh, we settled on Casey DeSmith with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Pittsburgh has been really having an up and down year throughout the season, and uh, Casey DeSmith feels like he's really been lagging behind to the point now where uh, Jari is really solidifying his position as starter, where in other seasons, sometimes Jari drops the ball and Casey DeSmith picks up the slack, right? So, Yeah, I feel like it flip-flops flip, yeah. flip flops, but that was really difficult. <laughs> flip-flop between those two, like Jari and DeSmith, because they're both really good goalies. I just don't know why he's, you know, dropped the puck, so to speak. By the end of the year, maybe it changes, right? Yeah. All right, so central. Going on to the central, yep. Central, central. Coyotes. Oh, Molly, Patrick, Patrick Nemeth. Nemeth. It's just the whole team is made out of Who's the that? Coyotes. <laughs> yeah, honestly, um, there was a lot of defensemen in our selection process because it seems like defensemen are usually the ones who are going to have the most ugly statistics on bad teams, right? Hey, but he's mm-hmm. the worst player in the league almost. Like, I'm sorry, but in terms of defensemen... Yeah, if you're looking at pure just, like, numbers <laughs> for the terrible. amount of games played. I'm sorry. And um, we almost picked on Josh Brown, but the other defenseman we decided to pick on in Arizona was Troy Stetcher. Um, yeah, they're both just having rough seasons, but they're on rough teams, right? Like, who knows how they would perform <laughs> on better teams, but they're on Arizona, and it's not going well. Yeah. Um, For Chicago, um, it seemed, although there was many, many players to pick from, it still seemed like an easy choice because Jack Johnson is there. <laughs> he... The way you said that. I know, I feel bad because, like, I, I feel that he seems like a nice guy. It just, you know, it seems like every team he's been on, he's been criticized for being one of the worst defensemen that somehow still sticks in the top six every time. You know what? And... Maybe he's the worst. <laughs> I'm saying, I mean it. I mean it. Uh, he could be in contention. In terms of, like, guys who are, like, regularly in the lineup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like every time he's on the ice, guys. Every time he's on the ice, they like there's a goal against. That's just the facts. <laughs> it's true. He's just there, like ah oh, shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, Chicago has been really having a shit year, dude. They kind of deserve it. They need to put him in the rinse cycle. Like holy, need to freshen up. Yeah, kind of dry. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Molly, I don't know how well how much you agree with this or not, but we did settle on Ad- Andrew Cogliano for uh, Colorado. I had I had concerns about the list you made. By the way, absolute <laughs> blasphemy against Colorado Avalanche. Well, that's the but... thing, right? They're not that. Although they're having their struggles, there's not an individual player you could point to and say he's the worst. It's more like they're just suffering from all the injuries. And the thing is, is the ones that I would have picked have been traded off. Mm-hmm. So, oh. so that sounds really bad, doesn't it? So looking at it, you chose wisely. 
Yeah, I almost like Piano, theoretically sure. we could have picked Matt Nieto in terms of how he's been doing this year, but he technically has only been with Colorado for what, like two games? Yeah, and I don't think it's very fair. Also, Sam Girard and Eric Johnson have both had injury time. Mm-hmm. Really? So, like days yeah. though, right? Yeah, but that's injury enough. Uh-huh. The avalanche is a mess, okay? When it comes to yeah. injuries, it's rotating. True. Yeah. They'll have like one day injured, one day fine, one day injured, one day fine. And that it's can really true. have a huge effect on the game as well, especially with the Colorado defense. It's it's a trend, it's a thing. Yeah. So um I'm glad you didn't pick a defense for Colorado Avalanche because I'd be coming for you. So I feel like Cogliano maybe is just like that as the most mediocre out of a still decent bunch. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um so Dallas Stars, um again. Solid year, so not really a lot of guys you could pick on. It really was a matter of picking between um, some forwards at the bottom, like Luke Glendening or Yol Kiviranta, and we just landed on Luke Glendening because he seemed to have the worst stats overall. But um, honestly, there's not much criticism towards Dallas on that front, honestly, so like, not a big yeah. deal. He's still fine. Like, you know, they still have him in his depth. He's still probably going to be okay. There, you know, there's not too much to like players to pick on specifically in Dallas right now. Okay. Uh, the Minnesota Wild. I feel bad to say Matt Dimba, but it's Matt true, Dimba. Though. It's true, but yeah. he's been such a solid. Well, I wouldn't say completely solid. Like he's average. He's average, right? But he started off strong, and it feels like it's been a slow decline. He's the middling. He's a defenseman, and he makes a lot of points normally. So it's surprising that he's at this spot right now. Mm-hmm. Let's just—we want to take him back to his 2017-2018 season, but that will never happen. And there's even the drama this year with him getting scratched by the coach, right, a few times. Yeah. So, yeah. Yikes. Technically, yeah. other defensemen would have qualified, I think, for the list as well in this team. But Matt Dumbo, I, I, you know, maybe we did go a little bit with reputation and just the sort of like, you know, the, the decline, right? Well, no, I think he's a pretty average defenseman, but that's for another. We can talk about that another <laughs> time. <laughs> um, Nashville, I think there was really just one good choice for this and it was jeremy lozon on defense um the poor kid showed potential over the years especially like early on in boston but like it seems like he just kind of keeps getting passed around and it's not going anywhere so like i don't know if he's gonna stick around in nashville or if he's gonna get passed around to another team again but it just doesn't seem to be going well for him overall i have an honorable dishonorable kind of controversial maybe mention for preds oh duchenne oh because he's gone from like all star status to what the fuck are you even doing on the ice there? Yeah, that that's fair, honestly. You are actually totally right. Like, yeah. I think it's a matter of like he was technically doing pretty poorly with Nashville so far. Then last year he had an last amazing year, year and then Nashville he fell right so back down. Good. Yeah, I think ever since he left Avalanche, it's just been shit for him. <laughs> I mean, but again, when when we're making he went comparisons, to so. Yeah, I mean, I think I would like crush anyone's soul. So understandable, but it's I don't know. He's a non-star to me now. Like I don't even know who he is anymore. If you really want to talk controversial picks, I think St. Louis is going to be the place for our very controversial selections. I think, I think St. Yeah. Louis is the selections that'll piss off people the most. So definitely, there definitely was some choices on defense that could fit for our selection for St. Louis. Um, but we did want to try and balance things out with the mix of forwards and defensemen. We're already having to pick so many defensemen. 
considering how everything shook out. And there's one guy that stands out on the team just by how how much, I guess you could say, he has fallen compared to previous performance and our choice sorry, for the non-star he, he, team. Yeah. Ryan O'Reilly. Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Not I mean, he used to be year. an avalanche, and look how far he's fallen. Let's <laughs> oh, all tie this back to the abs, right? Once you leave I mean, that team, you're just... done. He'll always have that cup with St. Louis, which is more than a lot of players can say. True. To but, be uh, fair, he played for the Avalanche when the Avalanche were doing great. So, yeah. can't really. Year, right? This is absolutely yeah. his worst season to date. Yep. 100. Yeah. The thing is, depending on how St. Louis feels, like if they think they're going to want to retain him or not, there is a possibility he could still be a hot commodity at the trade deadline despite his poor season. Yeah, because he can probably come back. Yeah. And then, of course, our pick. For uh, Winnipeg. Sure. No, Jordan Binnington. The goalies are last. We don't care. This is important, Jesse. It's so okay. important, Jesse. Go ahead, go ahead. Jordan the Binnington. Binnington. Yeah. Go, go to the poubelle. Sucks. Poubelle, maintenant. His tantrums, like he's such a child. I don't even know if we can put him in the game or rather we should just put him in a freaking costume and have him parade around the oh. arena. And also, he's just been playing not so great. Yeah, that, that was the funny part. When I was looking up the potential candidates for this list, I knew that Chanel and Molly would really want to put him on there just by reputation and personal dislike. But when we were looking in terms of, like, which two goalies are having, I guess, the worst season in terms of, like, starting goalies for all these teams in the Central, uh, Jordan Binnington makes the list. So it's it's personal and objective. Uh, can I just <laughs> interject here just randomly? I love how in our fantasy league, no one has touched him. <laughs> and that's good, boys, good eggs. Good eggs. <laughs> oh, oh, anyway, our last skater pick yeah. is Winnipeg. Correct. Saku. Saku Menelainen. And this is, the, I think, the definition of a non-star in the sense that outside of Winnipeg, nobody knows who this guy is. I don't and know I almost is. feel bad Sick. putting him on. I don't know. Yeah. It, it, technically, his story is a good story because he was drafted by Nashville, like, wait, I want to say, like, 2013 or something. It was a while ago, and he only ever played, like, one season, a handful of games, and he wasn't heard of again for a few seasons. And then all of a sudden this year, he makes it on the roster for the Winnipeg Jets out mm-hmm. of nowhere. So, honestly, it's just the fact that he's in the NHL and he's on a, t- on a team is round of applause for him it's just when you're looking at a team like with the Winnipeg Jets who have been surprisingly solid this year he stands out as the worst quote-unquote but I don't even want to really harp on this guy like he yeah he's only been in the NHL for like two seasons so yeah and like those two seasons had gaps between them yeah exactly well yeah good for him sorry I feel bad for putting you on here Saku I am I apologize and he's listening for sure he's definitely your apology (laughs) <laughs> and uh, our last goaltender uh, seemed also like a kind of an easy pick for the central. Uh, Peter Mraz. Still oh, mad he's so on bad. our team. Was... So bad for him. Yeah, he's been thrown through the wolves. He's such a cutie, sweetie patootie. So I feel bad. What, yeah. what was that one game where he had a 200 <laughs> save percentage? 200 save percentage? Right? Like, I forget what it was. Maybe it was against Seattle or something. He basically, I think he let in, like, four goals on five shots. And then they pulled him. Mm, and that wasn't, you mean this season? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. He's yeah, even, game... he's worse 
even after us. And I thought I thought he his worst season was gonna be with us, to be honest. So Oh no, I mean you can always go worse with Chicago. The next uh, year will be the coyotes. Oh <laughs> god. Yikes Chris Bates. All right. Yep. Last division, Pacific? Pacific. Pacific. Yeah. Pacific. So okay, Anaheim Ducks. Lots of uh, interesting choices, but um, I I think the one guy that I, probably ends up getting selected here a, a little bit because of reputation and his situation, but still because of his poor play, is John Klingberg. And it's kind of funny, right? Because um, if everybody remembers during the offseason, he seemed to be waiting out for a sort of like uh, large uh, multi-year extension, uh, a, a high-value payout. Nobody signed him. And then all of a sudden he has to take a one-year deal with the Anaheim Ducks. And, you know, you, you just figure, okay, he'll play well in Anaheim, you know, boost up his profile, and then just get traded away at the deadline, which he probably still gets traded at the deadline. But his performance in Anaheim has definitely lowered his stock. Maybe yeah. it's maybe it's a mental thing because he's like, what the hell? No one wanted me. I'm literally a good player. Like, he makes he's good. I don't know why no one I mean, He's also him, on a worse okay. team, so that no matter what impacts his his you know his output obviously. for sure but that's you know people are sleeping on this guy and and yeah. and although he makes our non-star list to me he's an all-star so coming he out of an this star though wasn't he i'm pretty sure ah. he's another guy who who has been an all-star at some point has he been i'm not sure actually i think it would depend on the year and the circumstances maybe right? 2018 like, no yeah mm. i can't remember what year it was but i don't remember i i, I couldn't say for sure but he's good like so he that was. sucks for him well, I mean, one season, give me a break. You know what I mean? He definitely lost money on a future contract, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my um, God. Calgary Flames, uh, we settled on... I was Milan. right, by the way, 2018, I just gotta say Ah, that. nice, there we go. <laughs> Milan Lucic for the Calgary Flames. Lucic! Uh, yeah, I mean... Wow. Well, it just He just doesn't do anything. I mean, he's a, he's a battering ram. Yeah, but... Yeah. <laughs> that's it he yeah. looks like he could kick, <laughs> he looks like he could kick my ass to the moon he's had better years but let's put it that way probably shouldn't say anything mean about it because he might find out where i live oh no shoot that's right and i know some of these either. guys are like meant to fight <laughs> and like you expect high penalty minute totals but like there's certain points where like it just kind of negatively impacts the team over time right yeah and yeah. unfortunately he has been slowly declining so it's just the way his happening you know um edmonton oilers um we almost connor mcdavid yes of course but (laughs) we almost settled on yesi pulley um having a rough year at forward um but we still had to lean cody cc because this almost feels similar to what we were talking about earlier with jack johnson and stuff he's everybody's favorite punching bag of, of of a defenseman that you know, whatever team he's on, people always complain they have, he's their worst defenseman, but he's always sticks around. He's always in the, apparently in the top six. Okay, so. I don't want to talk about him because he pissed me off so much when he was a Leaf. So there you go. Well, there you I'm go. I'm so happy you didn't put down Barry. No. Oh no! Why would I put down Barry? Because nah, there's no like reason. Barry. Yes, we do. What? No, no, we have no disdain for Barry. I Good. love Tyson Barry. He was just bad I with will... us, but uh, I'm not going to hold that against him. Yeah, I mean, and technically he was bad with the Leafs under Babcock, and he got better under uh, um, Keefe. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Don't worry. Uh, Moving on to the San Jose Sharks. 
There uh, definitely was a selection of guys to pick, and uh, looking at the numbers, we could have landed on someone like Oscar Lindblom, but that just felt really mean. Yeah, that was really mean. I say no to that. We are not the Philadelphia Mm. Flyers. We we will not be mean to Oscar Lindblom, so. No, that's our our guy. He's a guy, man. He's he's our baby. Sweet noodle. So um, we did land on Steven Lorenz at Ford. He's just a bottom sixer at this point. It's not very surprising. So, like, he just unfortunately suffers the curse of having to be and the bottom six of a bad team at the bottom of the league. But um, I think more notably is on defense, Mark Edouard Vlasic, which, you know, I think Sharks fans have known this for years now. He is not really good anymore. He's not worth the money he's being paid, and he's probably going to be stuck there for the rest of his career. For the Seattle Kraken, since they're having an actually really good season and the team is pretty balanced, there's not really anybody that stands out too much. So we did settle on Jamie Alexiak. And I think it's really just a matter of because he's a defenseman more at the forefront, he will take, I think, a, bro- uh, a the biggest portion of bad numbers, right? Like he'll be on the ice for a lot of the time. So you're still going to get a lot of probably uh, some bad goal differentials and stuff. But, like, even then, he's not even really that bad. It's just kind of, like, a matter of, like... A, sometimes you have defensemen with bad numbers just because they, they have so much ice time that inevitably they're, it's going to affect them, right? But, yeah. you know. And let's again, just move on with the Canucks. It's all of them. Yeah, the it's Canucks all of them. The Apart from Quinn Hughes. Quinn Hughes. <laughs> Quinn Hughes is okay. We, we even star. put in the GM, uh, the president, uh, the coach are all in there, yeah. Yo, yeah. even Horvat. Even Horvat. He's not there anymore. He's there. Uh, He's there. So, um, all jokes aside, we did pick for forward Curtis <laughs> Lazar. He's, it sucks, too, because like, I feel like it was a decent enough choice to include him in the offseason, but it has not been working out at all. I and don't then, even know how you pick. I'm sorry. Yeah, to be fair, it was hard to decide. And uh, we'll, 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 we'll talk about it later, but I, I, I do have a, a, a list of dishonorable mentions for something. Um, and then for defense, Tyler Myers. I mean, I think all Canucks fans would put Tyler Myers up there. My piece, so let's move on. Um, Vegas Golden Knights, too. Again, another scenario of, like, they're doing well enough that you're like, who do you really pick on? There's nobody that really stands out. So in the end, we picked Alex Martinez because he's having a subpar year. Nothing against the guy, because honestly, he's still a pretty solid defenseman. And even though he's definitely on the, the wrong side of 30 at this point, he is still, like, a solid guy. Just, you know, subpar this year. Um, so the real interesting part here and the hardest decision, honestly, to make, and that kind of maybe affects our choices here was the Pacific division, uh, the goaltending specifically, because picking two goaltenders for this team was almost impossible. There are way too many choices. So I almost feel like we need an honorable mention, dishonorable mention list of goaltenders, uh, in the Pacific division for our non-star team. So Jacob Markstrom having a rough year feel bad for him but it is what it is but jack he doesn't campbell. make the list because we have worse picks um jack campbell is a weird one his actual goaltending statistics like save percentage and goals against not good um he's having a rough year and it's really disappointing but technically his win record is uh, above 500 and so like that kind of i guess keeps him out of contention um for San Jose, they have a tandem that has played both close to the same amount of games, and they've both had a rough time, and that's James Reimer and Kapokakinen. Uh, I, f- I feel really bad for those two guys. 
Um, we could have picked on Philip Grubauer, but I don't think he's played enough games this year to really uh, have a, a proper representation. But considering how bad his year went last year and it's going bad again here, it, it wouldn't be too surprising if, if he made his way up there by the end of the year. Um, for the Canucks, I, yeah, the Canucks really wanted to put in Spencer Martin and Thatcher Demko because, yikes, having rough years. Um, Demko did not play enough, I think, maybe to qualify for our, our consideration, but you should think no. the numbers are bad. And to be fair, Spencer Martin is winning enough games despite being in a really bad situation. So I, 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 that kept him off the list, well, I think. Yeah. But the guys who got the pick in the end were uh, John Gibson for the Anaheim Ducks. And, and Jonathan, Jonathan Quick. Slow. <laughs> yeah. But the Kings are up and coming, okay? Yeah, oh, and they've been doing they it with Phoenix Copley, their third yeah. goaltender. How old is Jonathan Quick now? Like, 70? Uh, no, but close. Yeah. In hockey years. Oh, well, God, in yeah. hockey years, yeah. yeah it, was. it works 70. just like dog years, right? Yeah, it does. That was really mean. Yeah. He's probably the same age as us. No, he's not. He's 37. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's a the good man right The goaltending situation there. in LA is so bad. <laughs> they had to throw Cal Peterson in the minors, and he's supposed to be the replacement for Quick when Quick was going to retire, which, again, um, like, eh. I think we should just have a whole episode dedicated on goalies. I'm oh. down for it, so... Quick struggles, sad to see. But then Phoenix Copley all of a sudden is like, I'm good enough. I'm good enough. <laughs> yep. And it's been working for them. And uh, John Gibson, again, it feels like at this point, like we keep we kept talking for years about how John Gibson is a really strong goaltender. But over the years, he's just been behind this really bad team to the point now where like every season is a bad season for John Gibson. And at what point does like... Will he perform better on a different team if ever it comes to that? Or maybe this Listen, team ruins him? <laughs> he was too good that they didn't pick Freddie as their starter back in the day. So that's all I gotta <laughs> say. <laughs> it'd be interesting uh, to see how he is on a different team, actually. Yeah. Oh, it'd be so fun. I'd be like, ow. I feel like retirement's coming, though. Like, what? Another he's, team. No, he's still got he's, plenty of years. Oh, sorry, Jonathan. John, John Gibson. Never mind. I was going to say, he's only 28. I thought we were talking about, about Jonathan Quick. Quick. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. I was no. like, what? Does that mean I can oh. retire? No, that's definitely... <laughs> no, John Gibson, he can stay and get a different team. Sure, that sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, dear. So, is that our teams? Yep, those that's are our teams. teams. I, I, I'd love to hear in the comments uh, whether if you guys want to comment on our Twitter or on in the comments here for um, the, the video on YouTube. Um, which team out of these four teams do you think would be the ultimate non-star team? So I guess the, the, the loser of this tournament, if we were yeah. doing our, our, our non-star tournament. I'll put out a poll. I like Who's that. Who's really the worst team out of this? Who is really the worst? Yep. I mean, and thank you. There are no wrong answers. Of course, we do it's want to true. hear people's opinions on who they think maybe should be there, shouldn't be there, people you disagreed with or completely agree with. You know, I, everybody will have an opinion about this. I, I feel like it's almost harder to pick who's the worst than who's the best. Definitely. Especially because it's so, it's not like, it, it, the NHL is the best 
of the best anyway mm-hmm. so you're asking to have the worst of the best and it's all season dependent like that that's, that's hard exactly. it's difficult it is it really is yeah and we're still trying to focus on the worst of the guys who still regularly play that's the thing i feel like the top players consistently stay at the top and the and the people on the bottom often switch so yeah like that's why it's yeah. easier i think to pick from uh teams like the Coyotes and the Blackhawks because they're intentionally keeping a, a mediocre to bad roster and they're just keeping them in the lineup because they just want to keep losing. Thank you so much for listening is what I'm trying to say. It was a long podcast, but if you're still here, you're a real one. Please like, comment, subscribe, share if you can. Uh, follow us on Twitter at this hockey pod or find us individually at it's just underscore Molly and at Chanel LV. And we hope to see you for our next episode, which is a real fun one. But we're going to keep that one in, under wraps for now and surprise Woo-hoo. you. I'm so excited. We have a Valentine's Day special. For, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tune in. Bye. Bye.